2: Producer Jemmy, welcome to Wednesday, October 14th, episode 2539, brought to you by Stateline TAC. The Horses in the Morning gang is still off, Glenn's recovering, and Jamie's doing her Monty Roberts clinic. So the gang from Flintstone Media, George, and all the wonderful people behind us, we've taken over to give you some of the best episodes. A reminder, no live shows in October. Look to your podcast feeds for the latest hit em. Tomorrow, we have a brand new fox hunting episode for you. Today, Glenn went back to June of 2019 to find an episode that was just Jamie, him, and Jen. No guests, just an hour of their crazy fun. They compare the five types of horses we've all owned, enjoy a chuckle over some bad advice from and for horse people, plus teenage horse girl drama via social media. Today's episode is brought to you by Stateline TAC. Stateline Tack is your one-stop shop for all of your equestrian supplies at fantastic prices. Whether you are outfitting you, your horse, or the barn, Stateline Tack is your choice. We will be coming into the fall shortly, and you will start to think about sheets and blankets, coats and jackets. They have it all at amazing prices. Visit statelinetack.com. Plus, additional support is provided by Dr. Busby. If your senior dog has the mobility and the spunk of a puppy, lucky you. But more likely, your senior dog is slowing down, maybe even suffering silently. We're excited to tell you about Dr. Busby's Encore Mobility, a new joint supplement for dogs that does more than just help the joints. It renews your dog's spark and spirit. Stop worrying about your senior dog slowing down. Go to drbusby.com and save 10% on Encore Mobility with promo code HRN for more good days with your dog. Now, on with the show.
0: Good morning, everybody. I am Glenn the Geek in a stormy Ocala, Florida.
2: I'm Jamie Jennings, and
1: I'm in, it's never stormy here, Norman, Oklahoma, and you're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for June 12th, episode 22 22- Brought to you by Horselovers.com. Good morning, Horse World. Big Wednesday. The day you face your own biggest challenge. The day you risk it all. The day you either
0: distinguish yourself or fade into the crowd. Hang on, we're hitching a ride.
2: Daddy, I want another pony. I put 40 hours in this week. And man, it's only Wednesday.
3: all long. There's got to be another way. And coming up on today's show, we've got an assortment of sarcastic remarks, along with a little visit from Dr. Brian Waldridge. Y'all are familiar with him because he comes on and does health tips with us. He is up for an award, the American Hero Veterinarian Award. So we're going to hear all about that. So stay tuned for the fray, folks.
0: And we have some lists for you today too. Uh, We might have multiple lists today. We'll have to see.
1: We've got all sorts of drama for you i'm excited to tell you (laughs) good
0: well you know what wasn't drama was yesterday we hit 2200 episodes and it was so appropriate that it was on the endurance uh, day because you know hitting 2200 episodes in a podcast it takes some endurance uh and i do want to thank all of the listeners and all of the hosts i counted between hosts and producers for this one show we have 14 total So, probably we have more hosts than any other podcast, and from what I've been able to tell asking around to the powers that be in the podcasting world, we are one of about 10 podcasts, daily podcasts that have lasted this long. So, we're in the top 10 of all daily podcasts for the length of time. Uh, Not too many have done it for 10 years and 2,200 episodes. So, and thank you, Jamie, for, for hanging in there all this time. Hey, you know what
1: people say? They say, uh, you still, uh, you still doing that podcast thing? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Show on horses. And I say, well, they're still paying
0: me. And, and, so, and you're doing two shows on horses now. <laughs> so cool.
1: I know, but I'm like, you know, they're still paying me, so it's good. So thanks for still paying me. Okay, good. Appreciate good. it. Yeah, well, we're, <laughs> we're glad
0: you're still showing up every morning, or three days a week, anyway. Uh, so I wanted to give another shout out before we do our Daily winnies. Uh, we never do Daily winnies for people who have died, and that's why we do them before the Daily winnies. And mine goes out to uh, Louis Levi Oaks, who was the last of the Moha- Mohawk code talkers, say that fast, the Mohawk code talkers from World War II. He was the last one left living, and they had a huge funeral for him yesterday in New York. He was in his 90s, and they had told these code talkers, and I think everybody knows what I'm talking about, they were used during World War II, Uh, they would use them for communications between all the Allied forces, and they would talk in their native languages, because the Japanese and Germans couldn't break that code. They They couldn't figure out what they were talking about, uh, because they were talking in their native languages. So um, they were told, get this, so they were told at the end of the war that they should never reveal what they did. He kept this a secret until he was in his 90s. Mm-hmm. He never told his family. He never told anybody. And then when he finally did, they verified it and he was given the congressional silver medal and they did take him on one of the honor flights to Washington, DC. So he got to do that before he died. And his funeral was huge. They had hundreds of motorcycles, you know, the motorcyclists that come out for the veterans, they had policemen and they had firemen and they had the fire trucks set up and the whole thing. And they also had helicopters from Fort drum did a flyover for him. So, uh, uh, that he was the last one and uh,
1: that is unbelievable I, know. I mean and the fact that they kept it secret for so many i mean they were going to keep it he was going to keep it secret for his entire life before it was found uh, out
0: apparently if somebody found out and brought it up to him and then he admitted it uh but he 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 had kept his oath there was a man of uh, honor huh But and they did some amazing work. They said that without them, the war probably would have been different. We'd be speaking Japanese or German right now um, because they were that critical. Because all the other codes could be broken, uh, but they never broke the language code of of the Native Americans. So very cool. All right, daily Winnie time. Well, happy birthday to Mary Calkins. It's our terrific auditor, and it is also her birthday, so happy birthday to her. Happy birthday.
1: I was going to give my Daily Winnie to something, and I just, like, it, it's new to me, uh... But I'm not sure if it's new. I, 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 so there's this really beautiful statue of Queen Elizabeth riding a horse, and it says it's the world's first equestrian statue of Queen Elizabeth II, a Canadian work commemorating the 40th anniversary of her reign, and it's to be inaugurated at a new location.
0: Well, she's so been I, uh, reigning for like uh, <laughs> 70 know. years. I mean, it's like <laughs> but I saw
1: this statue and I was like, "That's really cool. It's a Queen Elizabeth on a horse," and I'm just, I'm, I just reread it and. Sorry, never It's mind. one of those Facebook posts that somebody alien. finds
0: from 20 years ago. Yep. Yeah.
1: Well, no, it's it's just a it's it's a news article, but they're just moving it. Oh. No. It's not
0: new. <laughs> so, <laughs> so if you want to um, see it, redacted. you have to go to Canada. <laughs>
1: you gotta go to Canada. I'll let you know. Uh
0: Where? Oh, God, that's embarrassing. <laughs> well how see. many of us have been tripped up by those news? I found one the other day I was gonna do on Monday, I was gonna do on the show, and then I looked again, it was from 2015. You know, because yeah. yeah, somebody Yeah, that's right. You
1: brought that up. Yeah. yeah, I was like, no, that's old. That's old. Yeah, it's <laughs> like,
0: okay, well, but they post it like it's brand new, and 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 it's your friend, so you want to believe them, right? Yeah. And then you look and go, oh, no,
1: okay. It. And let me go ahead and lovingly, lovingly, let you guys know that y'all do not need to share the horse opening the gate again with me on Facebook. I can't keep up with. Writing everybody back and saying, "I didn't see that one." (laughs) "Uh, It's just it's a well, it's because everybody keeps sending it to me because it's like, "Damn it, Zeus!" You know, hashtag Damn. (laughs) And it's a gate, and the horse like rears up and hooks its legs over it and pulls it backwards and then walks out, (laughs) and it's fantastic. But I've seen
0: it. Have Zeus Zeus done that one yet? Is that one he hasn't? Show him the video. He'll be uh, trying that next.
1: No, I'm not showing him that video. (laughs) But you know what I said? It would be impressive only if the horse unlocked a freaking padlock.
0: Yeah. on the for, gate That's first right. and then open and it. And then open it, right.
1: Because he can pull a gate open. We've seen him do I mean, you know, that thing's not latched. He's not going to rear up. He's going to come up with a, a way to use less energy to achieve the same thing. Yes.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> he is lazy, actually. Yeah, I mean, he's quite clever, but he's kind of lazy.
1: Yeah. Um, You know what? No, all he wants to do in life is break out of whatever enclosure he is kept in and make his way to feed
0: yeah but he doesn't just do that he opens the other gates for the other horses too because he wants that's true he
1: he, he likes to share (laughs) he likes to share but just i I find it amazing that i've got this mustang he's a wild horse and he breaks out all the time and where does he go the feed room he's not (laughs) like i'm gonna head back to the wild i'm gonna free myself and all my friends from your oppression no i just want I just want some more food. (laughs) You're starving (laughs) me to death. I'm insulin resistant. I've had a bout of laminitis. And you're feeding me this horrible cardboard called Triple Crown Light. And I don't (laughs) like it. And I want the senior. (laughs) That's
0: the Uh, molest. If we ever got him and Scooter together, it'd be a nightmare.
1: Oh, gosh. It'd be a nightmare world would end.
0: (laughs) Hey, there was big news came out yesterday in the horse world. Um, The American Driving Society... Remember earlier in the year, the American Endurance Ride Conference decided to break their affiliation with uh, U.S. Equestrian, with the USEF? And the American Driving Society has announced yesterday they're going to do the same thing. They've been in negotiations. Now, that's the governing body for driving, like the endurance is a governing body for endurance. So they ran all of the national events and and then also all of the FEI events for U.S. Equestrian and the same thing with the American Driving Society. So this is the second one in a year to break off and it got kind of nasty in their in their letters yesterday. The American Driving Society apparently has been trying to negotiate with them about a whole bunch of things from tr- training judges to the shows and the whole thing and money. I'm sure it's a big part of it. And uh, so they, by unanimous vote, the board of the American Driving who, by the way, is one of our sponsors for this show, for the driving episode, has been since we started, and they decided to break off from them and not have an affiliation with them anymore, and then the president of the U.S. Equestrian came out with what I thought was a rather nasty letter. (laughs) The way it was worded made it sound like, screw you people, we can do it without you, and we don't need you, Uh, and really was kind of on the nasty side and they said well we'll put our own board together to run the you know fei events here in the united states so it got uh, a little heated in the driving world yesterday
1: mm. i wonder what. do you know why everybody wants to leave
0: well it's there it, it it all comes you around you can say no if you don't well they're they're <laughs> because they're, it's not an easy answer there's like a thousand things that and it's all little things but the little things add up um we're going to get somebody on the next driving episode to talk about. Well, we'll get the American Drive Society. They're a sponsor. So I'm sure they'll come on to talk about why exactly they did it and, you know, what the reasoning is. And, and there, are, there are always, there's always a problem with these associations that run, uh, disciplines like endurance in that you have the a majority of the riders are not FEI. So they're just out doing their everyday riding, right? Uh, and even inventing, right? Majority of them are not FEI riders. They're just riders out riding at events. But because they have to live by all the FEI rules, it makes it burdensome for like a place like the American Driving Society, who 99% of their members are not FEI riders. But they have to live by all the rules of uh, of those FEI sanctioned events, so it it gets complicated and uh, and they just said, "Hey, look, most of our members are not uh, affiliated with you guys; they're not at the national level, so we're gonna we're gonna cater to them and not you." Mm. So that's I don't know how you solve that problem other than U.S. Equestrian just has to do it themselves. Uh, from now on, there's more affiliations like that than you think, by the way. But it's going to be interesting to see what comes down the pike. And I think what sent it over the top for a lot of people was all the new rules and regulations for safe sport and all the drug rules. I think that was the other thing, because of the testing and all expense with that. So I don't know. It's interesting. It's uh, I, I don't know what's going to come of it. And it, you know, the American Driving Society will continue like the endurance uh, conference does, but. Uh, we'll see if any others pull out.
1: Yeah. Well, um. until we do, until we get Dr. B on, I, f- I actually found a list. And this is something that I know that Jennifer probably has done. And, and and she doesn't have to answer it. You can answer it for her. And it's a list called the household items that you've definitely taken into your barn. Have you seen this?
0: Uh, no, I haven't seen that one.
1: <laughs> oh, God, it's fantastic. This sounds so, like
0: one I don't want to hear about as a horse. I uh-huh.
1: Yeah, yeah, pretty much. You know. If you're looking for scissors in the kitchen... And you can't find them. They're in her tack box.
0: Well, or we had that problem, which is why I went out and All bought right. a ten pack of scissors.
1: Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll see where those end up.
0: <laughs> do we have Dr. I bought B the on? Costco version of scissors because of that problem right
1: there. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you want me to finish? Is Doctor B here? Um. No. Oh, he's still not here. I thought I heard him. Okay. Well, the next thing uh, that you can pretty much count on is that. When you get out of the shower and you reach for that towel, it at some point has rubbed on your horse.
0: (laughs) Well, and that's something that was a problem. So now we have the separate towels. Uh, We have separate identifiable towels. Yes, because we solved that problem, too. And so all the rest of them went out to the barn, so they just live there. And thank God the fa- bar- far- farm we're at now has a washer dryer in the barn, so there's none of that bringing the really dirty saddle pads in and washing them in the house.
1: Well, aren't you fancy? That's not how it <laughs> you rolls didn't put one life. at
0: your house. You didn't put one in the that barn.
1: I'm, no, because then I not Then I have to do laundry in the barn. Who wants to spend their time in the barn doing laundry? Yeah, um,
0: you didn't put. I'm shocked at that fancy barn. You didn't put one in.
1: I don't like doing laundry. Um, but it's just that too much room that tech-
0: doesn't change the fact that it has to be done.
1: Listen. I did, Whether I didn't it's in the house it. or
0: in the barn, it still has got to be done.
1: Moving on. <laughs> um, the next thing, and this is probably not a problem for you, but it is for me or anybody who may have a daughter that rides anything at all. I am super guilty. And there's probably four of these in my tech buckets. My dang hairbrushes. I end up taking all of them. To the barn, you know, like you need a hairbrush for a horse show and you end up taking one of those just round, round brushes uh, or not the round brushes, the little flat, circular paddle brushes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. with the Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. We have one. Out um,
1: here. yeah. And, uh, Chad keeps buying all these new sponges in the kitchen because he's like, where do the sponges keep going? That's what cleans your tack. Hello. <laughs> duh. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, babe, I just have to throw them away. They just get so gross. That's
0: where they yeah, go. I don't want them back in the kitchen after you've cleaned your tack with them. Yeah. No, listen,
1: it's, I mean, what you don't know won't hurt you. Okay. <laughs> um, and then the last one is shampoo or hairspray. I tried for so long to get those, you know, how you can make those quarter marks in your horses, you know, haunches. And what you do is like, you take hairspray, but I didn't have any hairspray. So I took Chad's hair gel, and I was like trying to make quarter marks with his hair gel, and then of course he's like, "Where's my hair gel? I needed it for a trip." And I'm like, "I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know where that went. You probably left it at a hotel, obviously." <laughs>
0: <laughs> there was a couple others on this list you didn't bring up, and I I gotta ask you about them because I don't know about this one, eyebrow pencil or eyeliner. What do you use that for?
1: That's I think for more like um, people that do in hand showing or Uh, something like like that so are they out there you know doing
0: the uh, eye you doing the eyelashes with the the
1: no if you if like mascara and eyebrow pencil like say your horse gets a little nick on its leg and he has a black leg then you can just Uh, cover it up Oh it you know they scrape themselves you can't have an in-hand class with a horse with like a nick on it
0: obviously And this is what i've never done cutlery you didn't have time to go and buy a replacement hoof pick, so you used the a dinner knife. Ooh, that's kind of scary. <laughs> Never done that.
1: I can't. I have. I, I can't say I've done that. I can't say I've used a, a a butter knife as a hoof pick.
0: And the last one is pillowcases. You take one of my pillowcases out and then you bring it back in the house and expect to be used on a pillow. I'm divorcing you.
1: But do your laundry in your barn, Glenn. Gee. <laughs>
0: I'm divorcing you. Can't believe you didn't put a washer dryer in your barn.
1: I didn't want a washer dryer in my barn. If I'd have wanted a washer dryer in my barn, I'd have put one in there. <laughs> but I didn't want one in there. I have a my washing machine is in my garage, which is about twenty five steps from my barn. What else did I need?
0: <laughs> Except then you're you're doing the cardinal sin for horse husbands. You're washing all that hairy stuff in your household. Do you machine. know
1: who that's a cardinal sin for? The husbands, we don't care.
0: Well, that's why the I wives mean. don't care. No, I was referencing us.
1: Yeah, so we don't care about you and what you think <laughs> about us washing our stuff in the washing machine. You uh, you know what? Plumb me an extra line out to the barn to get, you know, up through the concrete so I can use a washer because you need a drain field for the water to come out. So then I'm going to have to have something like that. Yeah, you know what? He didn't want a washer in there either. It would have cost a lot of extra money. Oh,
0: that's true. Yeah, especially if the barn's far away from the house.
1: It is certainly not near the septic.
0: <laughs> we know
3: where the septic is.
0: <laughs> Jennifer, we haven't any luck.
3: I believe Dr. B may have gotten an emergency call because I have not gotten him.
0: Okay. All right, then Somebody uh, call
3: it somewhere. I why think. don't we
0: do this? Let's talk about horse lovers right now. Before we go on, we have some more lists and more fun stuff for you today. Anyway,
1: um, I'm bringing back. It has been a long time, but I am bringing back a much loved segment because y'all used to submit things to me and y'all quit. Then I found one and it is called Teenage Equestrian Social Media Drama. So that is coming up in just a minute.
0: In the meantime at horselovers.com you can get 80% off beta clearance. That's right, beta products from blankets to comforters. Um, I'm looking here they have two entire pages of stuff and I do see I I see Tech Premier uh standard neck medium weights. I see some heavy weights. I see some uh here we have the Comfitech Pluses on sale, and they're like $85. And anybody that buys these blankets knows they're regularly like $140. They have the Airflow. oh my God. I mean, these are really cheap. They have the Airflow sheets marked down to $59 from $114. They have, um, they have the Comfitech Heavy blankets marked down to $78. They have saddle pads, the Weather Beta Elite saddle pads. By the way, those are really nice. If you're in, if you're into dressage and you want a really nice pad, those are really nice. They're marked down from $76 to $23 right now. So it's a definitely a Weather Beta sale going on right now at Horselovers.com. Head on over there and check that out. They have a couple other pads, too. They have the all-purpose pad for 16 and And they have uh, the second... Oh, they have their se- their performance dressage pad, which is a really nice pad as well, if you're used for schooling is sixteen large? oh the, where are you gonna a get a dressage pad? pad for sixteen bucks?
1: No uh, no, you're not not one that's any good anyway. no um, there's a western tax sale too like
0: ugh. oh is there's there?
1: everything on horse lovers. oh my gosh
0: and they also right now you can sign up you know how they have the thing where you can sign up to win well they have a champion helmet or uh, or safety vest with personal fitting a 509 value and you can sign up to win that right now as well so there's lots going on at horselovers.com don't forget and i just heard i haven't even talked to you about this i just heard that they have committed to doing a uh, radiothon again so they will be our voicemail sponsor for the year year in a row.
1: You Radiothon. are just a glutton for punishment, aren't you?
0: <laughs> yeah, they've all committed and it looks like Radiothon's going on. So here we go again.
1: Oh my God. Basically, this just in, Radiothon's back. Yep. <laughs> Glenn hasn't got enough gray hairs.
0: So decided to do it again. Back. I think if I quit Radiothon right now, we'd have a rebellion. There were 65,000 downloads last year. So somebody listened to it.
1: Sixty-five thousand downloads of that? Yes, man, <laughs>
0: amazing! Somebody's listening to it. Okay, Jennifer, are you still there? I'm still okay, here. Okay, hang out uh, because we're gonna do social teenage social media drama. That's next, right? Sure. All right, teenage social media drama, and I'm trying to find. Didn't we have a? It's been so long. Didn't we have a sound effect for that? Here. We did. It was okay. Chad. <laughs> And now it's time for teenage social media drama.
1: We get that redone because he forgot
0: the equestrian part of it.
1: Okay. It's been a while, so I need to I need to get into character. (laughs)
0: Your teenage voice. Get your teenage voice
1: out. Okay, guys. I have this friend, and I totally love her and all, but like she just talks. All of the time. It's like, shut up, Bridget. If you don't know more. Oops. I almost need to start over. Let's clear this up. I need to <clears throat> reset. its It's been so long since I've done this. This is something, let me remind you, that a teenager actually posted on social media. Y'all, if you see these things, send them to me. <clears throat> but this is, here we go. I will not say her name because the other girl's name's in it. I have this friend and I totally love her and all, but like she just talks all of the time. It's like, shut up Bridget. You don't know more than the vet about how to take care of your horse. Just shut up, Bridget. When the farrier comes out, she has to, like, get out her phone and, like, show him some new way to shoe her horse. Shut up, Bridget. Like, we take lessons together, and she always interrupts the trainer during the lessons because she, like, has to say something. Guess what comes next, Glenn? Shut up, Bridget.
3: up Bridget
1: (laughs) (laughs) because but it's like super weird okay because there's this guy that she totally likes and when he is around she like never talks yet all of the other times in life I'm like shut up Bridget we are totally going to our first horse show next weekend and I am super excited about it nervous too of course lol I am so scared. She's going to, like, talk to me while we're flatting. Shut up, Bridget. (laughs) Let me read the first sentence again. I have this friend. I totally love her.
0: Do (laughs) you? Apparently not. Not so much.
1: I hope Bridget's not friends with you on the same rent group that you're a part of. (laughs) Oh, jeez.
0: Oh, there we go. <laughs> so, oh, wait you a minute. You never, wait it's a minute. so funny because you're so,
1: oh, there, because we need one.
0: So you so funny.
1: You're so not teenager <laughs> no. that you don't even know how to respond. I don't know what to say to meetings. that. I've never
0: had teenagers. It's been a long time since I've been a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> Social media wasn't around back then. You know what?
1: It would all be fine if
0: Bridget would just shut up. <laughs> we were using dial phones when I graduated. So you know, not so much.
3: How are you lying? <laughs>
0: All right, Jennifer, you're going to involved in this next one too. It's got this off of horse and hound. Horse and hound has been a treasure trove uh, for today. These are the five horses you will almost certainly have in your lifetime. So I'm going to ask each of you what horse, tell us a little bit about the horse that you had that are this five. And you've all both had enough horses. I've only can, I can type in one or two of these, not all of them, but you've had enough horses. You probably had one that fits all five of these criteria. So the first one, is your first horse. And you always remember that one fondly. If you were lucky enough to have a pony as a child, then your mount will most likely have been something selected out by your parents. We all know too well that the pony can change its mind from one second to the next. So despite your parents' best efforts, you would often find yourself going head over the neck and onto the ground. So I, we've heard a little bit about uh, Jamie's. So remind everybody who your first pony was.
1: My first pony was Snowflake and my parents bought her um because i wanted a white pony and so they bought snowflake she was one of the um you know when you go to a a carnival or something and there's those carousel ponies where they're in the little carousel and they're yeah. tied up and they walk you put somebody up on them and they walk in a circle that's there was an ad in the paper selling one of these ponies. A pony ponies. ride pony? <laughs> A pony ride pony. And um the first clue should have been that she was being sold out of that job because it <laughs> she, was probably incredibly inappropriate. Because they her.
0: kept she kept dumping kids. <laughs>
1: oh my gosh. So I got her and um they surprised me with her and I had this pony and I swear to you, you couldn't you just couldn't catch her. We'd have to put I would hide in the stall and my dad, when we first got her, my parents would have to put grain in the stall and walk away and like fake her out. She'd go in the stall, but I was already in there and probably (laughs) now knowing she probably knew I was in there, but that's how I would catch her was we had to grain in the stall and then I had to be hiding in the stall. (laughs) And she did not know how to wear a saddle or a bridle or really be ridden. And every Every gear was dead gallop, but you know what? I kept her until she died and she taught me so, so much about riding. I mean, there's a pictures of my, of me when I'm a little kid and I'm in my pajamas and I've got a piece of bailing twine on her halter. And my mom thought it would be a great idea to go out and take pictures of me galloping by. And it's like, <laughs> did you not think that shoes or a helmet or clothes or
3: tack would have been appropriate? <laughs> Whatever. You tried to kill me.
0: <laughs> Jennifer, your first pony.
3: So, uh, quick aside. So, I'm I'm gleaning from this part of the conversation that Lucas's propensity toward um, not wearing clothes is genetic, most likely. Just thought <laughs> I put that out there. All good. <laughs> but I can't argue with that. See, period. I had you You know, you can't. I had a dilemma here because is it the first pony or is it first one that was mine? Because we had six kids and a horse crazy mom, so there were a lot of horses. Uh, I have so to be your chair. first, yours. So I. See, if I went with my first one that was my actual very own that I did not have to share with any siblings, uh, that would have to have been Dexter, who was a meat truck reject, which is what all of our horses were. Um, And we got him from a horse dealer. And he was somebody's former hunter of some sort. And that horse literally knew everything, but I didn't know that because I knew so little, I didn't even know that he knew everything. Um, and oh, so I, just, I just threw a tack him. on him and went. So he ended up being a good thing. That's awesome. What he, a good boy. He, he was awesome. He was an awesome horse, and we only had him for a little while because we got him off the meat truck, so he only had a few years left in him. But the few years that he had left in him, he, he taught me that I knew nothing. That's what he taught me. That I didn't know what posting was. I didn't know what diagonals were. <laughs> I didn't know that you should wear should not wear lime green riding breeches in a hunter class. Yeah. Oh, he didn't he teach you that. Everything. The judge taught you that. <laughs> <laughs> he went around. He did not. He didn't even tell me that he was embarrassed. <laughs> uh. He just went around. He knew he was on borrowed time. <laughs>
0: Mine was. Uh, I've talked about Piper yeah. here before. My first pony was a driving pony. We bought at New Holland at the meat auction. Bought that pony for ninety dollars. Um, and he. Prob- I was so mad at you. Oh, yeah, she, she. I. I bought him. <laughs> Telling Jennifer, I just raised my hand. And you bought paid the pony. too much. I, she thought I paid too much. She only wanted to pay fifty. So I went all the way up to $90 for that pony, and she's very glad I did, because I ended up having that pony live till it was almost 40. And I drove that pony, probably till that pony was 35. That pony just loved to drive. We were in the We were in the driving club in Lancaster County together. That pony taught me to drive. When I did something wrong, she'd throw her head. So if I was doing something wrong or something that annoyed her, she'd throw her head. And she'd just keep throwing her head till I stopped doing it. And that's how I figured out how to drive. That's how I learned to drive was the pony actually did teach me. Awesome. So we couldn't figure out how to back this pony up. And finally, we figured out the magic because every time I tried to get her to back up the way you would normally do it, uh, she would throw her head and not move. She just wouldn't budge until one day we finally figured out you tapped her on the butt and she backed right up. Uh, I, but it took a lot of experimenting for me because I knew nothing about driving. And Jennifer didn't know much more. Uh, but that pony was my lifetime pony, and we did everything together. I drove that pony through an amusement park with the rides going. We drove that pony in a parade down in Philadelphia, in the city, at traffic lights, uh, everywhere. It was a great pony. So, And that was a $90 pony from New Holland. So you, you can't get lucky every once in a while with those. Uh, number two, the one that just went wrong. We've all had one of these. The horse you bought with so much promise and prospect. You started your journey with him full of enthusiasm and plans, only to be in exactly the same place a year or two later. He was one step forward, five steps back. I think we've heard about several of those with you, Jamie, over the years. There's been more yeah, than I, that.
1: <laughs> I know you're joking about that, but but I, I feel like I do do well by most all of the horses that i own at some point i'm able to to teach them on but there was one um norman do you guys remember
0: that's the one i was referring
3: to yeah
1: yeah yeah. so i did pre-purchase norman he passed he was a 17 hand thoroughbred and he came from a dressage rider that just couldn't you know he would just stop and so she just couldn't figure it out um and so the judges like
0: to see a little go in dressage.
1: Yeah, yeah, he but he would just like he was just balky, but he didn't and she just didn't know why. I thought he was kind of Gates hour. i just done my first course with Monty and I was like, I know how to train everything. So I brought him home and um like I said, I did pre-purchase him and he passed and no problems, and he would just stop. I would ride him and he would just stop. And I mean, not by the gate, just you pick up a canter and you canter a little bit and then stop. Well, I've, one day I was like, I'm just going to get him moving in the arena and just send him forward and just get off of him and not ride him and just like free lunge him and send him forward. So in the arena with my, it was like full size, uh, arena and I let him loose and I'm sending him and I'm like trying to just teach him like the cluck means to go and I cluck and send him and he he gallops around and he comes around and then he just falls over just falls down on the dang ground like passes out so long story short i had to obviously the vet out immediately because he had scraped his nose and his chest and all this. that all his blood she was like you're lucky you didn't die because what she did was we lunged him uh, in a round pen really fast and then she listened to his heart and he had a regular uh rhythm there's some sort of Thing it's called, but basically, she was, if his heart rate got over eighty beats a minute, it sounded like I listened to it. It sounded like animal on the drums, like just everywhere. Um, and she's like, "You're lucky he did not fall on you because he's seventeen hands and he was ginormous. Um, so I was like seventeen too. Anyway, he was supposed to be like my big horse, but after him is why I got mustangs because it was like I can't even get a horse pre-purchased. You know that that's gonna. Do something. I'm just going to get a dang Mustang. See how that worked out. Worked out great. Now I'm back to thoroughbreds too. So, by the way, I did get my money back on that pre-purchase. I called them and I was like, "Hey, you didn't do this, and you didn't." Want my really, money they did it. Uh, yeah. So this was. I was like, "There's a major diagnosis that you missed. You should have lunched him and listened to his heart rate." Oh, who does that on a pre-purchase? I'm like, probably everybody. You know, you should listen <laughs> yeah, to a kind of a heart. heart. Yeah,
0: you kind of listen and to the heart usually.
1: Especially one that I'm like, this is my. I hopefully my upper what's level. What's the first thing when you horse? do when
0: you go into a physical to your family doctor? What's the first thing they do?
1: But his heart was okay if it was just resting. Oh,
0: resting, okay. But
1: you know, for a a horse like an endurance horse pre-purchase or an event horse pre-purchase, they should listen to the heart at elevated, you know, elevated speed. Anyway, they gave me my money back, and they also sent me a letter with a check that fired me as a client. (laughs) There you go. Uh, I'm like, you know what? I deserve that. Have you ever been
0: fired by a vet? Uh, Jamie's answer would be yes.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that was my first time. So I'm pretty proud.
0: (laughs) Jennifer, the one that went wrong, would it have been that crazy Arab? Is that the one you were going to (gasps) pick?
3: I never thought. Well, I didn't count that one because that one wasn't my horse. Was that somebody else? That else's? was one my mom bought, and yes, that one went way wrong. Oh,
0: that does <laughs> now. We've had this discussion before, but I don't remember the answer. Jamie, does Monty believe that there are certain horses that just have a screw loose, or that you know, they all can be fixed?
1: I think he. I I think his stance is that they all can be fixed. It just depends on how much time and money you want to invest into it.
0: Yeah, this Arab had a screw list. <laughs> I'm telling you what, there wasn't. It was just crazy. Anyway, go ahead, Jennifer. Which one did you pick?
3: This is the one that you didn't know because it came before you okay. did. His name was Pierre Lucius, and I should have known with his name like Lucius it was a, th- a a thoroughbred that we bought, and we bought it upon the recommendation of the current riding instructor of the time. Despite the fact that when I went to test ride it, I couldn't get it to do anything. (laughs) What were we thinking? And for the two and a half years I owned that horse, I couldn't get him to do nothing. (laughs) I couldn't. (laughs) So there we go.
0: Lucius. Don't ever buy a horse named Lucius. (laughs) You
3: basically bought
1: something the equivalent of a French devil. Is what yes. Pierre Lucius says,
3: and that's what he was. He <laughs> kicked, he bit, he would charge you in the field. He was a dirty stopper. Um, he didn't like to load. Yeah, all your fault.
0: He needed six months at yep. uh, at uh, Monty's house,
3: <laughs> right? A, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't get that horse to trot properly from the day one I, day I got him. Nope.
0: <laughs> All right, uh, Dal, I was thinking the one that went wrong for me was I bought a pony, a driving pony that was, I bought two ponies at another auction in Lancaster County. I bought two ponies. I bought a Hackney that we found out later was the Ohio State Roadster Champion. So that pony was like driving a Ferrari. That pony would take you down the road and would be high-stepping the whole way uh that was an interesting but the one that actually that i went wrong was we we bought a second one at the same time who was fat as a house uh, and i could not get that pony was the slowest driving pony i've ever seen in my life it was so boring and i could not get that pony to go any faster so i would say that's the one that went wrong for me is i just was so bored by that pony so i was always driving the uh hackney because the pony just bored me to death how about this one Jamie, the ultimate one. Quite often, this guy would fill the role of a second or third pony or horse. Your riding was still improving, but you've obtained enough experience through your childhood that you could bring some more skills to the table. You just instantly gelled with this horse. So it's really the first horse that you gelled with that was like, oh my God, this is cool.
1: Oh, my horse, Marche. I had a thoroughbred that I got my first my first off-the-track horse my first real real horse from snowflake you know we had like little shetland ponies and stuff but after snowflake i wanted to show and compete and so i got this horse named Marche, and um kept him for 18 years i had him from the age of 10 to 28 years old and he died in my arms and it was like losing a brother this horse i could think something and he would do it i mean he didn't start out that way obviously i I, you know we in, in in 18 years, you pretty much get to know each other as perfectly as possible. Uh, after him, I had a horse that I kept for 10 years, Demure, who's actually the one potentially is going to come back and, and retire with me. And I had him for 10 years, and he was amazing. <clears throat> he, start, he was a three-year-old when I got him, and he just turned into this amazing uh, event horse. And then I have Zeus. So I have three horses that really are like... I, I, you. When you ride them, you just think something, and it just happens. You know, those are the the ones. So I'm lucky to have had three of those. But my first one was Marché, eighteen years, man.
0: What else? Jennifer? I think I know which one you're going to pick.
3: Well, another one that you did not know before you came along, that we called affectionately called Honky. He was yeah, Hungarian, so, so, so we called him Honky. Pick.
0: Yeah.
3: And he was the only other horse I ever bought. Because someone else recommended buy that horse. This one was the complete reverse of Pierre Lucius in that uh, I got on him and that horse could do everything I could do and more. And he dragged me up through the eventing levels and was just tried and true and steady and dependable. Yeah, awesome guy. Cool.
0: All right. How about the one that got away? The <laughs> I don't know if Jamie has one of these, actually. Um <laughs> That should I, shouldn't I moment cost you big time when you didn't.
1: Um there's a, a horse that we I rode in Spain and he was for sale. And Chad and I were like, oh, okay, we're gonna this. remember yeah. that? There was a yeah. big black a stallion and i just thought i i can bring him home and he can be a breeding stallion you know i I was like i'd all i mean i came up with this whole like business plan and everything but there was a person who was pre-purchasing him before me and i had to wait on their like they had first right you know so they pre-purchased him and he passed and they bought him and it crushed me so it wasn't like i waited too long i had the whole thing planned out but it just didn't beat
0: you to the punch
1: God, it was so spectacular, and you know uh, things. What do they say? What's a Garth Brooks song? When a God's greatest gifts is unanswered prayers, that horse never would have made it comfortably in Arizona. Arizona. <laughs> a black Andalusian, you know, like I would have had to, I would have had to come up with all sorts of things to make him happy, and, and and it would have been a lot of work. And someday I'll own a big black colt. Wait, it was supposed to be born, but it came out as a this time a bay cold so we're good <laughs> that's almost black that's almost Come on. it's almost almost yeah. black. he's like, so close to not being black it's amazing
0: <laughs> <laughs> jennifer the one that got away
3: it's closer than Cheston. again another one that glenn doesn't know about because it well, was pre-glenn
0: these are ancient
3: these are all well i had a lot of horses before you came yeah, along that's true the um this is another one from when i was still pretty young living at home and uh unpapered thoroughbred mare that we got in, actually this is the one we got in to replace Dexter, my first real honest to goodness horse who knew everything, and she knew nothing, she was three years old, Uh, as far as we knew had never been ridden except to get training for the track, and we brought her home, I was a clueless 14 year old, I threw tack on her and started jumping over lawn chairs in the backyard, on day one, just brought her home and started doing that, and she was just she could jump the moon just with her eyes closed, one of those horses. But uh, when we had the farrier come out to reset her shoes that were falling off, he said, oh, she's been foundered. You shouldn't keep her. So back she went. But I always regretted sending her back. Huh.
0: I didn't, I never heard that story. Yeah,
3: you never heard that one. I never heard mm. that story.
0: Um, then the last one, and I hope you all at home are thinking about which of your horses fit these categories. The one that taught you the most— Perhaps a youngster you bought or a problem horse you decided to take a chance on. At the time, you felt it was like blood, sweat, and tears put into this horse. But looking back, it's the one that taught you the most of them all.
1: Oh, gosh. I have I have two that were just so difficult. And one is Thor, the m- first Mustang yep. <laughs> I got. He was so difficult, such a raging bolter and all this. And I, and he I took was him to Pontius.
0: Bu- I mean, he, not a bully, but he, he just was so big. Powerful. He, just, he would. He tank. took me
1: in a runaway from one end of the arena to the other faster than I think I've ever been. I I just I'd never dealt with a horse that did that and took him to Monty. You can hear body.
0: her explanation of that the next day on our show about how <laughs> many years ago. <laughs>
1: exactly, and then I, but now he belongs to a little child in his like a pony club mount. So we we did fix yeah, him. So I learned success. a lot on him. Huge success, yeah. And then of course Jet, my the one who made me that girl kind of started the show uh, years ago with the exploits of fighter jet and uh, his horse trials. And that is by far the hardest horse I have ever dealt with ever trained, ever done anything. I, I wish I knew then what I knew now, but he still was so difficult and bucking and just bold. He just was so difficult. And, um, I learned so much on him. He taught me how to be brave and, it took me up. there. I got him up through training level eventing, and he came from uh, the sheriff's department. You know, I have like fifty dollar horse that I adopted, and and anyway, he he ended up being amazing. He's currently a less one of the University of Arizona's school horses.
0: Oh wow! So oh, wow! <laughs> yeah, that's where he ended I up. I remembered that.
1: Yeah. No. Well, I don't think I've ever told anybody because I had to. I had to track him down because the person I sold him to. Sent him there, so but I had to track her down. Be like, "What do you do with him?" And so finally, I. But then I got in touch with the captain of the team, and they love him. So he's doing really well.
3: Yay, Jennifer! I'm gonna go with the first pony our family got for the kids, because he was the kids' pony. All six of us, and that whole takes a village thing for Blackjack. That was his name. It really it did was. take a village. In order to catch this pony, all six of us, five wouldn't do it, all six of us had to gather around. And you know that scene at the end of the original Dr. Seuss uh, animated movie where all of the Who's are down in Whoville, and they're standing around the Christmas tree, and they're all holding hands and singing? Yes. (laughs) That's how you had to catch (laughs) Blackjack.
0: (laughs) 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 We had to capture him in the middle.
3: (laughs) We had to capture him. We usually would usually use the corner of a building or something. And that's how we would have to catch him. And we would have to draw straws on who would break the circle and approach Blackjack because Blackjack knew. (laughs) Can you blame him? (laughs) Good Lord. You got (laughs) six (laughs) kids running up to you. I'd be like, I'm getting hot. We got it. We got him from a dark and dreary barn. When we pulled into pick to get him, we just drove in there with our truck and got him. And he was in the back corner where you couldn't see him. All you could see was little eyeballs. And he was for free,
0: of course. But his
3: saddle was five dollars. <laughs> that was blackjack. And that pony trained little kids up for the next, I think, thirty years. He uh, another one that lived till he was a bazillion years old. And he he could do anything. But as soon as he figured out how to do it, he also figured out how to not do it. So he taught me persistence and he taught me to try things and be an experiment. Yeah. He was just the perfect. And he taught you how to pony. fall
0: off successfully. He taught
3: me how to fall off successfully, <laughs> how to climb back on successfully. <laughs> yeah. You were making me
1: Craigslist.
3: How to feed a Craigslist earthworms.
0: pony. Yeah. yeah he they didn't have Craigslist back then. He would have been <laughs> on it.
1: He would have been on it. <laughs> no, you used to have to put an ad in the paper. That's right. I mean, just farm, to, remember you used to pay per food. word. Yeah, we had farmers and consumers, and that's where Little Snowflake came from.
0: We had the farmers, what was it, journal? It was like 8,000 pages in Lancaster County. And in the back, about 2,000 of those pages were advertisements for all kinds of animals. But you paid by the word. People don't remember that. It used to cost a fortune to put your ad in the paper. Uh, Oh, my
1: God. There's a mini horse gelding... 31 inches tall. Jenna, he's completely
0: white, but he has black
1: ears. Oh,
3: my, oh my gosh.
1: $375. I'm going to get him.
0: him. Five bucks. So there you go. Matt. That's uh, there, There's a little bit about the history of some of our ponies. Uh, next, I saw a post this morning. I'm not going to give her name because I don't have permission. She's one of my driving friends, and she had a bad time yesterday. She was driving her pony in the arena, and her pony bolted. Like, apparently, she's never bolted before, and she went out of the carriage and hit, I don't know, it looks like she hit the fencing on the arena with her face and head, uh, because she ended up breaking her jaw and was covered in blood and all this stuff, she managed to get up and go wrangle this pony who had by that time broken the wheel off the carriage on one of the posts and was continuing to go nuts. She managed to get to the pony and have enough wherewithal, remember, with her face all broken up to get the pony unhitched. Her phone had gone with the cart and that was gone. Uh, so she managed to get the pony settled down, get the harness off of the pony. By the way, we all carry knives on our carts because in an emergency you can cut the harness off. So, um so she managed to do all of that and get the pony settled in and go back to the house and get driven to the hospital for for the emergency room for the next 12 hours. But she said the thing that saved her was her helmet. So, if you don't have a helmet and even when you're driving, I wear my helmet all the time because not only do we have to deal as drivers with you know with the normal things around horses, we have to deal with the carriage hitting us. So if we come out of the carriage, the carriage can take you for a ride, too, or it can Ugh. run over your head or whatever. You can get tangled up in the carriage, or you, get, you can get the horses stepping on your head. So That's I always why. drive. You
1: should not drive a <laughs> horse. It's super dangerous.
0: <laughs> like riding isn't. But I always drive with my helmet on, and Ovation Helmets are the place to go. And you know what? We all use Ovation Helmets because they really do work. They're priced affordably, but yet... They're certified. So you're going to find about 10 different varieties of helmets over at Ovation. And I know you have a couple different varieties, right, that you use for your kids and you?
1: I do. I, I prefer the Ovation sink, the blue and the black one. It's pretty cool. And then there's the schooler helmet, which is the first helmet I recommend everybody to get. And that's like, because what, 50 bucks? I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, and and you get it. And it has for kids that grow, you know, or have long hair, and one day they want to put their hair up inside the helmet. It has a dial in the back. So I'm like dialing. I'm using my hands to talk to you right now. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, so it's a dial in the back, so you can tighten it or loosen it. And some days you just want your helmet a little bit tighter, or some days you, your hair is in your face and you want to you know, whatever you want to put it up it's adjustable and that is such a huge thing for me because I don't realize how much I actually use that little dial to tighten and loosen the helmet as needed. And for kids that are growing or have their helmets, I mean, you know, helmets are good for five years. That's a lot of growth time for a child, five years. So, um, just keep that in mind. You can check it out at uh, uh, at
0: ovationriding.com. All right. You have another segment you wanted to do, right?
1: (sighs) Oh, Gosh, it's just one of those super fun things where, yes, it's, it's, go ahead. Do you have the audio? I I
0: forget what we're doing.
1: Oh my God, Glenn. We're doing, um, (laughs) the,
0: it's another one. We haven't done it forever.
1: Bad advice for horse people by horse people. Mm -hmm. Oh,
0: that's one time for bad advice for horse people by horse people. He sounds like he was half asleep during that. He was, he was. (laughs) need to have
1: him do that again. <laughs> These are actual things that are posted on the internet seeking advice. And yeah, this is not the use advice names
3: here. that uh. is
1: given. There is no names that will be given. I'm not even going to tell you what page this is on. However, I would like to tell you that this is the message. She is 100% chance not in full. She has never been in contact with a stud. There has never been one on the property. She's also only turned out with mares. Now, the picture is very personal it is of a mare's udders but they're like big you know they're like in play it looks like a pair of boobs uh and it says has anyone dealt with a similar situation i noticed my mare's udders were swollen yesterday i couldn't observe anything wrong besides the swelling she's behaving normal and isn't showing signs of irritation i rode and then cold hosed her and uh It seemed to decrease slightly. She was still a bit swollen today, so I repeated what I did yesterday. If it's still swollen by the end of the week, I'll call the vet. I don't think she's in heat right now. Maybe did she get bit something by something, or could the heat cause it? And again, it's various angles of the mare's udders. It's a photo, like, picture on the ground. First comment, any chance she's bred? (laughs) No, she's never been in contact with a stud and has only turned out with mares.
0: You knew that was going to be the first question.
1: (laughs) Second comment. Are you sure she's not in full? Can you put a shot of her back end up? <laughs> like that's going to tell you she's in full? Looking, her her maybe butt?
0: looking at her belly, maybe. I don't know.
1: Um, She has an ovarian cyst or tumor or clover or phytoestrogen she consumed containing legumes. What?
0: What? <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot in one sentence right there. The next she person. has all of those things.
1: Is there or have there been any studs in joining (laughs) pastures? My brood mare was bred through the fence her first pregnancy. Wow. Oh, my
0: God. They got done. Those two got inventive, didn't they? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um, If it was a no-climb fence, I want to see how that happened.
1: uh, I would have her checked for (laughs) ovarian cysts or tumors. The next person, white clover, will cause a mare to bag up. The next person... Your horse clearly has mastitis. The next person writes, It doesn't look like mastitis to me. Mastitis
0: if they've not been pregnant? Isn't that from being pregnant?
1: Well, Deborah says that I had an Arabian mare that suffered mastitis and it looked just like that. Okay. She had a swollen udder with edema. Everything is spelled wrong. (laughs) Forward of it.
0: Um, Because isn't mastitis something that cows get? Yeah,
1: horses get it too. Women get it too. It sucks. Um, I have a mare like this. Exactly like this. About four years ago, she developed a big bag due to a vaccine reaction.
0: Hmm.
1: The next thing. I can kind of um, see that, actually. I had a mare do this as well, and if if it goes away on its own, oh, I'm trying to read her everything is misspelled. Why don't I just read it as she's written it. I had a mare do this as well. Exclamation point. If went away on own, I think something do with Clover. That's <laughs>
0: thanks like a bad for ad. that.
1: Thanks for that <laughs> advice. um, Your horse is having a false pregnancy. Another one is mine has full utters, U-T-T-E-R-S, due D-O-2 allergies. Uh, The next person says hormone imbalance and fake pregnancy. Next person says my horse had this for years. It's a hormone imbalance and she was never bred but is now retired. Why? I don't get it. Uh, I would get it checked out by the vet. Yeah, you know, and as somebody always has an that answer, that's always a good answer. Um, my mare's right udder is always swollen, and it has been ever since I've had it. Maybe you should see a vet. <laughs> <laughs> Your horse is getting too much protein. Take her off grain. See if it returns to
0: normal. Um, You know what we but- haven't had yet? Ulcers. Amazing.
1: It's gonna get there. Oh. Come on, it's gonna, I mean, I'm sure. I haven't read all these. I'm just reading them as I go because there's. Ulcers <laughs> have to, to be on the list. Um, somebody says, "I don't know," but I'm extremely impressed with your photos taken from underneath. they like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hormones, false pregnancy. Oh, you need to wash between the teats. T e e t s.
0: Is um, that what's causing it? They're dirty.
1: I don't know, but you know they didn't spell teats right.
0: Is that kind of like <laughs> cleaning a sheath? You have to do the same thing?
1: Yeah, you know what? It's funny. Most mares love having you scratch in between their T-E-E-T-S and they love it. They go crazy. Ooh. Or they kick you. So careful.
0: Yeah, <laughs> care yeah one time. or the other.
1: Oh, find and out. Here, here's my <laughs> favorite. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I had to end with this one. I had one like that. <laughs> Turns out my goat... Yeah. Was nursing her and made the milk come in.
0: She was just a four-year-old
1: filly. What?
0: I thought you had to like have a baby before that actually happens.
1: Why was the goat sucking on your filly's but, teeth? But don't you have to have
0: a baby to make milk? Isn't that I part of the know. deal?
1: It's a false pregnancy with mastitis and treated for ulcers and called a vet and <laughs> clean between the, the teeth and also Why do people post them.
0: anything about that? Uh, health things on facebook you know you're going to get a thousand different answers
1: oh my god it's so good call the vet
0: that's why they're there. So
1: good. Call the dr vet. google
0: hello we love Doctor. <laughs> just call google. the vet that's all you have to do your- all right well we're sorry that uh we lost our guests today but when you have veterinarians come on you risk that because somebody called the vet and uh um, <laughs> <laughs> he had work to do, yeah, and he actually had a job to do, and he's well, kind of somebody else to, called
3: him before we did yeah,
0: he's kind enough to doctor he's kind dr B's kind enough to come on all the time, so we appreciate him, and we'll get him back on sometime. He actually is Not up for bad. an important award he's up for for like veterinarian of the year, so we got to uh we got to talk to him about that, and he's been coming on our shows for years and years and years, so we really appreciate him. And we're sorry that we couldn't get him on today. Tomorrow we have Mary Kitzmiller, right, Jennifer? It's you and Mary.
3: Up, oh, Jennifer. We
0: can't hear you. Um,
3: I was on mute again. Uh, the uh, tomorrow is going to be a best of with Mary because her travel cha- her travel plans got interrupted by Mother Nature.
0: Oh yeah, of course.
3: So we're gonna do a best of. We're gonna play the one that we actually submitted for the AHP Media Awards about her adventures going out to oh, meet. That's cool yeah remy's mustang family yeah
0: Yeah. because a lot of people that haven't heard that uh the new listeners will not have heard that one yet and that was was a really good episode it really was so we'll play that for you tomorrow and then we'll have some really bad ads do you need ads jennifer for friday
3: Yes, please.
0: Okay, get your ads into Jennifer at Horseradio dot com or you can send them out now. One of the things people forget about is that we have a thing called speakpipe on our website. You go to horses dot com or horseradio and on the right side of the page it says leave a voicemail. If you're on your phone, you just go to our website, click that. Hit the microphone button, and you can record it right there, and it sends us to us automatically. You don't have to dial a phone number, nothing. And all of the ones we had from last week, which like five or six of them, were done on SpeakPipe. And the sound quality, did you notice last week's were really good sound quality, Jamie? It's because they weren't calling in on a phone. They were talking right into the speaker or to the microphone, and it come, came through as a recording to us. So just go to the website, click on the SpeakPipe button on your phone, hit record, start talking, record it, and send it through. So that's the easiest way to do that. Um, another thing that I had uh, a couple people addressing uh, with me over the last couple of days is they're trying to get to older episodes of Horses in the Morning. We only can put so many episodes because of the size of our show. It We have a size limit of what we can put out on iTunes and some of the other players. So you're going to find like 30 or 40 or 50 episodes back. If you want to listen previous to that, you have to go on your phone or on your computer to the website, find the episode you want, and Just use the player that's there, or on the player, there's a little download button. You can download the sound file to your phone and listen to it that way. But you can't find the episodes older than like 20 or 30. Actually, I think it's uh, 30 or 40 with this show. And you you just can't, we can't do it. So that's how you can find the older episodes is just to go to the website.
1: Yeah, I mean, you can hear all about my... That girl moments with fighter jet, and you can also hear all about Norman. I pretty much lived the entire list, basically. That I just told we talked about is on the show. That's somewhere.
0: true, and I mean, we've been doing this for ten years, so you could go back nine years and see how bad we were back then. Uh, we were doing th- when we've changed up the show quite a bit since we started. Although really bad ads, I think, came in pretty early. I think that's one of the things that's been consistent throughout the the whole time.
1: It is, and I'll tell you guys the truth. Glenn was like, "I don't like it. I don't want it on here. It's too double." I'm like, "Dude, it's going to be good." Do you remember that? Yes, I do remember. I I
0: think you just read one, and it's—I forget even how it started.
1: I think I think it was because I was looking for a horse, and I saw
0: you saw that's right. And then listeners just started sending them to us. Yeah, and that's it started kind of generically like that. Yeah, you're right, organically, organically. Thank you.
1: Yes. Oh wait, I'm that on Craigslist there. right now, and there's an unregistered bay stallion uh, for sale. He sounds a really three fifty. Um, let's see, what is it? Nine hundred dollars. Oh, unregistered bay stallion for nine hundred. dollars
0: That's too much. <laughs>
1: <laughs> His name is Spud the Stud.
0: Spud the Stud. Oh my God! I want to call these people. All right, that's mm-hmm. it for today. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you all here tomorrow.
1: Stay together guys everybody have a good one